0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Reading My Writings podcast, where we explore the imagination of a younger me. Uh, my name is McKay Nielsen. And I'm Jordan Hansen. Welcome back. Um, we're in the, the what do you call it, the stretch? The fat stretch? I mean, I guess, this is like... Is that what it's called? Well, um, well I don't know if it's the fat stretch, that doesn't What's sound super... <laughs> the, the last <laughs> stretch? The final the stretch? The final stretch? I'm not... I'm not entirely sure, but it doesn't It isn't it like aren't we in like uh like Deathly Hollows, Half Blood Prince kinda of territory in terms of like end <laughs> of end of a seas se- series? Yeah, I mean we're in the last three chapters. My so goodness. Only three more. Um we'll be reading chapter eleven today. Eleven by, twelve I'm pretty soon. Wait, sure. it ends on the thirteen? Yeah. Ooh, spooky. Yeah, for the thirteen disciples too. So that's cool. Wait, really? Was that planned? Yeah, in a way, but like I, I also was trying to keep it reasonable, so, um, I mean, the 13th chapter is quite long, mm. so that'll be a big, It'll be a two-parter? Uh, possibly. We'll see how we feel. I mean, every good series finishes its, finishes with a finale that's split into two parts, so, I mean, we got to. Are there good examples of that? I mean, Harry Potter Harry did it Harry Potter, okay. Hunger Games... I don't know. Uh, Walking J was good in two parts? I don't know. I honestly don't remember oh, okay. the, the yeah, series. I don't, I don't remember that. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, we'll get into it then. Um, any guesses what Chapter 11 might be called? Um, to, as a reminder, uh, Kevin is back. Mar- uh, Marty ran into the his fortress, got attacked by Edel Edel, and then Edel Eadol's skin started acting all weird, and his arms were cut off. And then Kevin revealed himself within the fortress. Uh, It's going to be enemy revealed, exclamation point. The fight begins against the polygamous lord. Dang, that's pretty good. That's really good. I'm trying to think of like One Piece anime type stuff, like you said. No, you're, I mean, that's really good. It is, so yeah, without further ado, let us get into chapter 11 Chapter 11, Demon Pan, Kevin's true form on full display. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay, so I was like in the the ballpark. Exactly, yeah, totally. Okay. Kevin Sullivan was not himself. Not entirely. His form was different from the handsome young womanizer he normally displayed. That was never a trait that we associated with Kevin. Yeah, remember, remember in the early stuff, he was, like, tall, muscular, incredibly handsome. But womanizer doesn't automatically come with those traits. Well, it's you, <laughs> womanizer's like actions, not just like... <laughs> I guess it's because he had multiple wives somewhere. <gasps> oh, this is in reference to the polygamy. Okay, okay. I mean, I would argue against being a womanizer. Yeah, I don't think all... I mean, poly- it depends how what you think of the word womanizer. If you, I think if of Britney Spears. Hashtag free Britney. Yeah, hashtag. But, but like. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking of her song. Yeah, it's a great song. Um, we all agree, it's a great song. No, but like a womanizer could be. You could think of it like, oh, look what, look how they, they womanize, hmm. or like, ooh, he's a smooth talker. Yeah, I think I associate smooth talker and player as womanizer. Okay. Like, really playing the field, really leading a lot of women along. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, that sounds like something he'd do. He's a jerk. And uh, we've never... <laughs> we haven't seen any evidence that he's not a womanizer, so I can safely assume that he is a womanizer. Got it. <laughs> In fact, with how he looked now, it would be unclear to an outsider whether he was even human. An asymmetrical half of him was transformed brown skin with gross purple veins throbbing to the beat of his heart. Parts of him had E.T. features, such as wrinkles and bulbousness. One eye was the size of an apple, looking bloodshot and weary. The other was normal and deep green in color. Sparkling red dust swirled around his shifted body. Tink was nowhere to be seen, But it could be assumed that her pixie dust was lending Kevin the power he needed to maintain this hybrid form. I like that it does mention Tink. Like, I don't think our protagonist even is aware of Tink, is he? I think he knows that it's her little sidekick. Huh. But I don't know. I mean, no. Because I feel like I just learned about it recently. (laughs) About Tinkerbell. I. No, there's, there's I know the, the, the existence of Tinkerbell in general, yes. Oh, then what do you mean? In the context of this story. She was at the beginning. Was she she? W- she? She winked and then giggled at Marty when she showed up in the house. Oh, I don't even remember that. I was, that feels like ages ago. That's what happens when my we, goodness. we take breaks and go bi-weekly. Just... Yeah, but my mental health is doing a lot better. <laughs> well, that can... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, but the appearance isn't what surprised Marty. It was the connotation behind it. Oh, great. Are we ready to go back to his voice? Jeez. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> Give me those beautiful timber tombray. You're weakened. Marty gasped. You're barely hanging on to life. But why? Because of the night you tried to kill me? Kevin's mutated face snarled with a rasp. Hold your tongue, you vermin. You speak of matters you know nothing about. Without confirming it in his words, Marty was sure that he was right. Kevin hadn't been doing well ever since that night. He was right on the money. But why? Marty hadn't done anything. Why such a violent reaction? the demon of pan that resided within kevin was clearly in ward shape too or maybe that was why kevin himself was weak the possibilities were endless but marty recognized he had struck a nerve so he's just like kind of weak just think of like voldemort yeah I, like of yeah I was thinking of oh, pre goblet yeah i was of thinking of it. oh i was even thinking of like his voice even in, when he's attached to quirrell yeah that's pre goblet yeah 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 Oh, that's yeah, a, before that, that, he's—he hasn't been restored at that yeah, point. Yeah, that's the, that's, as early, that's as early as I'm thinking of, like in yeah. terms of his voice. He was trying to suck off the <laughs> the unicorns. Remember right. the unicorn blood? Yeah, he's trying to stay alive with that. And that's man, so weird. It was it wasn't until *Goblet of Fire*. Spoiler alert: where he was fully restored <gasps> in a similar type of ritual. Hmm, I wonder where you got the inspiration from. I wonder. Also, now that I'm thinking about it, like, the first... Does the... I haven't read the first book. Does it... Is his head on the back of Quirrell's head in the book? Yeah. How does he... Does he just not let breathe? or? See? He's hidden behind the turban. Yeah, I know, but that's that can't be pleasant. <laughs> no, not really. But also, being attached to another man by the, the head isn't very pleasant either. No, but... He, he did what he had to do. Mm. Like, he was... Like I said, sucking off unicorn blood No, yeah. with Quirrell's help. Right, right. It wasn't by deal, no. Mm-hmm. That's, we won't even get to how convoluted and weird the second one is. Being okay. like a, the spirit of a a journal through a... Yeah, anyway. Yeah, that was weird. Diary, excuse me. Sorry. It is specifically a diary. Really? Yeah, Tom Brittle's diary. Why can't it be a journal? Because it's called the diary. Oh, okay. People, for the they, audience, McKay's eyes twitched as he said that as if he was, like, stop, very don't, specific. Don't bring out the twitching. It's involuntary. Oh, okay. I thought it was one of those things where it's, like, do you know how, like, when you represent nerds in, like, media and, like, people who don't know? <laughs> You're so mean. And people who, like... I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been very worried But do you it. know what I'm talking about in media? Yeah, w- like, twitchy yeah yeah like glasses and and they're like upset by someone getting information wrong yeah i, I see what you're saying yeah i'm sorry <laughs> that's okay Ooh, i like i'm already i'm reading ahead just a few and this is really fun good. Okay. behind marty eatle eatle moaned in pain his armless shoulder wounds spurting green ooze like a broken slurpee machine at 7-eleven i love that that's awesome it that was very visual just imagine. You can imagine it too. They, those are always pumping out the mm, wrong times. I want one so bad. Even though the ET had attempted to take Marty's life only moments before, Marty couldn't help but feel sorry for the guy. They didn't want to kill the ETs. He and Jason just wanted to escape with their lives, and they certainly didn't mean to make this poor ET a widower, aka uh, E Timzo. Right. Which, shout out to my mom, she came up with a great uh, female ET name, E. Tiffany. Oh, that's really good. But not Timzo. Mm. <laughs> the guilt weighed on Marty, but that was another thing he was confused about. Why had Edel Edel's skin started burning and peeling from his body? That orange aura. That wasn't pan. So what was it? Gap weakling. Kevin sneered to Marty. Said the pot to the kettle. Marty grinned, rising to his feet. Oh, jeez, he's getting cocky, ain't he? <laughs> yeah, really, jeez. For so long, the ETs and Kevin had frightened Marty, filled his whole being with terror and dread, appeared in strange dreams, and haunted him in his nightmares, chased him around his own school, and continued chasing him around their home planet of Kaon. Marty wanted to be done with the running, done with the fear. He and his unlikely new friend Jason had bested the villains time and time again, and he didn't plan on stopping. He was now face-to-face with his arch-nemesis, his romantic rival. And for once, Marty could sense the fear from Kevin. Master! Edel, Edel coughed. (laughs) Help me, please! The half-demon growled, ran ahead to where Edel Edel lay, and finished him off with a mighty claw. Marty's body tensed. Countless times Kevin had unleashed his wrath upon this poor species. The E.T. splattered on the bathroom mirror just for a threat. The two E.T.'s killed in Marty's home just out of impatience. And now this. They deserved better. If Etelio could just get in contact with him again, they could formulate some plan to release the ETs from Kevin's grasp. But the telepathic ally was still silent. The situation was dire. <laughs> I did this specifically for you as a... We have a, an inside joke, quote joke. You and you... Kevin Howell pointing at two guard ETs carrying a defeated Jason in their grasp. And to explain it, we're trying to, uh, in Hell's Kitchen, Gordon Ramsay likes to point out the contestants and say, you, 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 and then tell them to F off out of the kitchen. So that's what it was supposed to be. (laughs) Very cute. Take that trash in your hands and this trash right here and throw them in the dungeon with the rest of the trash. The two guard ETs nodded, still looking shaken up from when Edel Edel had stormed out and knocked them over. Okay, so those are the two that were posted outside, and they, they have restrained Jason. Mm-hmm. They glanced down at what was left of Edel Edel, and smiled in relief. Jason was being carried by them, each holding an arm. One of his eyes was swollen shut, and bits of blood dripped from his nose and lip. Marty's heart hurt. This was all so wrong. Oh, Kevin began, an evil sneer spreading on his half-demon face. I almost forgot. I'll be needing some bones for the little ceremony tonight. Marty's eyes widened in fear. He tried to run, but he was too slow. With one effortless flick of a claw, Kevin slashed at Marty. Marty screamed. I watched in horror as three of his fingers flew away from his body and landed to the floor with small little timp-timp-timp noises. <laughs> Marty fell to his knees, clutching his disfigured hand. Tears left his eyes as he cried out in pain. Kevin giggled and picked up the three fingers and placed them in his pocket. <laughs> An E.T. guard picked Marty up, restraining him. Take them away! Kevin sneered, and then he retreated into the shadows. Dang! So Marty's just got three of his fingers cut off. Yeah, I'm. I'm honestly just excited to see what the ritual's gonna be. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of want him to get away with the ritual. Jeez, where's your loyalty? <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Not kinda... with Marty. <laughs> yeah. Just to, to the story, to the adventure. Yeah, I want to see where loyalty. it goes. I want to see the what the I want to see what the whole point of this was. What? Why? Why did all of this happen? Yeah, we we'll, let's see. The E.T.s unlocked the dungeon door and tossed the two injured boys into the damp and stuffy cell. After they confiscated the caenite from Jason and the E.T. Fuller from Marty, they shackled the two boys tightly to a damp brick wall. Oh, man, I can't believe they got the folder. What will he do without the folder? And the Kaonite. And And the Kaonite. No, but you're right. It's, like, it's been useless, this whole story. (laughs) Because it's all been just, like, knowledge that he's already known, basically. Mm -hmm. They haven't used it for reference like it probably ought to have. Yeah, he might have as well just, like, folded them all up into planes and used them (laughs) out somehow, or... that reminds reminds me of a fantasy series i read and it had a really cool concept of this coin it was like a gold coin and it was enchanted and you could what you could do is um it would always return to your pocket and it's like that's such a cool idea but they never they never used it they never like paid off a guard with it and then like got it back or anything it was just Cool thing- cool item that never was touched on. Bang! So, sucks. I've done that. Darn it. The ETs exited the room. The door clanged noisily behind them, followed by the sound of a mechanical door sliding into place, further blocking any chance of escape. Marty and Jason were now prisoners. But they were not alone. In the corner of the cluttered cell, was a figure obscured by shadow. The figure looked beaten within an inch of their life. The figure wore a dark pink dress and had bright blue painted lines around their eyes and face, like tribal tattoos of some sort. The figure was an E.T. And Marty knew who it was immediately. E.T.A.L.I.O.! Marty and Jason cried. The figure lifted their head. "'Hello, children,' E.Telia whispered. Uh, "'I'm sorry I disappeared. "'I I wish to aid you further, but Kevin and his followers are quite observant. "'They discovered my betrayal. "'Kevin denounced me from my planet and species. "'I'm sure to die shortly.'" Marty's heart hurt. So that was the true reason why Italius' voice had vanished. He hadn't wanted to stop helping them; he had had no other choice. And all Marty had done was complain and talk ill of Utelio. The guilt he felt was immeasurable. Is this to shame me, the reader? No, it's not to shame you. <laughs> I didn't write this based on your theory of him being evil. Yeah, I still. Think... I wrote this before we even started reading. Yeah. I'm so sorry, Itelio, Marty whimpered. Those things I said, and, and the things I thought, I had no idea you'd been captured and tortured. I, I thought you had abandoned us. I thought you weren't going to help us. Itelio smiled softly, blood falling to the dirty cell floor as he lifted his heavy head. My child... I would never abandon you, too. Why? Because I would never abandon my own kind, and the fate of my species lies in your hands. Help you. Itelio gave a cough laugh. (laughs) I've been helping you, young Marty, longer than you may have realized. Marty's jaw dropped, and even Jason was surprised. No, no way. The dreams? You were the one sending me all those dreams about Kevin, about the ETs, and the inhabitants of the planet Kaon? Those started like six months ago. Indeed. Vitellio trembled. What? All this. <laughs> so Marty's not. has no powers. What do you think? There's he has nothing. We don't know. Oh man. (laughs) What's your? No, explain. You're like you're like sad. Marty's not special. The only thing he had going for him was his like kind of precog thing, but that's at Italio. He doesn't have anything. Isn't that cool? That's cool. No, you don't like it. You don't like that Italio's been using his telepathy telepathy to send messages to what he saw as his only hope of survival months and months in advance. I thought that was cool. That's pretty cool. But don't worry, I get your disappointment with the special stuff. I just want them to be special. Well, don't give up hope. There's still that weird stuff w- that happened to Eatle Edel. Uh, I... <laughs> it was mentioned just barely in this episode. Yeah, but I, I, I just assumed that that was what Kevin did. No, Marty was like that was before Kevin even came in and sliced his arms. His, ugh, never mind. It's indeed. Itelio trembled, adjusting a shackled arm. I'm sorry, I couldn't be of more help. Also, what do you think of him being dressed in a pink dress? Is that something from the sh- from the movie? No, he's just wearing a pink dress. Why? Why not? Oh, I don't know, okay. That's pretty cool. I guess they love. Well, because they're, because, I made it like a kind of thing. Like they love wearing little things. So like you know, there's that fedora wearing one. Uh, the girl was dressed up as the, the reference to the, E. T. in the movie. Other ones have worn eye patches and. Oh, I didn't catch that. Oh, okay. In my head, I always just I picture them just like naked. Regular well, they're E.T. mostly naked, but the the one had a fedora. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The, they take an. They pick and choose what they wear, like little little bits here and there, not, not fully clothed. Are you asking me what I think of him wearing a dress as like, are you trying to give you like points, like, ooh? I'm trying to what? Like get points, like social points? I'm not trying to get points, I just, I was trying to be, have like be fun and, yeah, I, I don't want points for it, I just was okay. trying to be like, ooh, Italia's wearing a dress, that's cool. That's cool, I like it. Indeed. Etelio trembled, adjusting a shackled arm. I'm sorry I couldn't be of more help, but I suppose the dreams would provide you with a great deal of information that could aid you when you finally arrive to Kaon. Forget that, Jason said. We're the ones who should apologize. It's because of us you're all hurt and locked up, isn't it? But why are you helping us? The way Kaon is now. The society of our species. (laughs) It isn't what Spielberg wanted. Oh, goodness. (laughs) It isn't what Elliot would have hoped for. No! (laughs) Kevin has tainted it all for his power-hungry purposes. Sadly, I, I believe he has won. It's not what Spielberg wanted, Jordan. It's not what Elliot wanted. Or Eliot, because so the T is capitalized. It's so weird. <laughs> Remember, he 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 knew this—the beauty within their species. No, I know. He of took advantage <laughs> of their. <laughs> it's just so so weird. It's such weird fan fiction. I love it. It's great. Yeah, you don't. You forget that it's fan fiction until stuff like this comes up, and then it's like, oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No. Marty shouted, "No! I won't let him win!" Marty cringed in pain; his hand with less fingers on it stinging along with his scarred hand. Wait, two questions. Uh-huh. Do we already establish if, like, does he recognize? Does there any recognition when he says Spielberg? Like, yeah, St- Steven, Spiel- Steven Spielberg exists in this universe. Yeah, like his if movies. If you remember, uh, Marty was the first one to bring it up, and Jason was like, "What? Didn't he make those movies?" And Marty's like, e- the movie E.T. was trying to be an honest portrayal of their kindness. Oh, okay. And so like, he is a film director in real he life. He is, but he he died after E.T. was released. So he didn't, I think the, it, it canonically, uh, Indiana Jones and a few other movies were made by a shapeshifter E.T. That's no. why they weren't the same. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And <laughs> so i don't know what that means of it wasn't what spielberg would have wanted i that he was, he was wanted he, the, their, he didn't want their species to be turned violent for his sake also there's a really cool in-depth like kind of behind the scenes and we could touch on it later but it's a it was like an et post on our instagram and it was like step by step of more of spielberg's story with elliot elliot yes i remember all of that what do we want to go with elliot or elliot eliot's we uh, distance ourselves from the original project from the from the the character yeah yeah because it's only supposed to in this story that i wrote it's only supposed to the et film is like it's i mean it's not what all et's are you know what i mean it was it was a fun project to introduce (laughs) it's so convoluted silly it's super weird and and like that now the entire species like reveres and knows this human well he was he treated them with kindness when he discovered them yeah. and he uh i mean we'll, we can touch on it later in a bonus episode but he he considered Eliot as a son and tried to run away before he was killed Jeez! and what was the last line his uh marty cringed in pain his hands with less fingers on it stinging okay now i remember now <laughs> wait is, he's, is he bleeding out <laughs> well we're We're getting to that. You just interrupted me. Because I remember my other question was, and that was was about his fingers. Yeah, he had... So his left hand's okay. His right hand had three fingers cut off. It just barely happened, Jordan. So he's in pain. (laughs) He's still... No, what? (laughs) Challenge me. Go for it. (laughs) Oh, I just... It doesn't sound like he's in pain. He's having, like, full conversations and, like... Oh, my God. I can't win with you. I'm having him moan... I'm having him cringe. And listen to this, you little stink. Okay, I'm listening. The pain hurt, but not as much as he would have thought for severed fingers. Marty glanced at his hand and gasped. My hand! It's healed? Oh. What do you mean? Jason asked. That weird cut that you had bandaged up? So he's referring to the scar. Uh Uh-huh. No, my hand that Kevin cut fingers off of for the bones of the enemy portion of the ritual. (laughs) (laughs) So dumb. It's like my hands all healed up and never had those three fingers in the first place. No more blood. Just a dull pain. Etelio perked up. Spontaneous self-healing too? It's as I suspected earlier, before our communications were cut off in the cave. You have... Before Etelio could continue, a TV monitor appeared above their heads. Uh, The screen turned on. Just finish your sentence. And the hideous half-form of Kevin was now looking down on them menacingly. He smiled wickedly, meeting eyes with Marty. Marty shivered. Was it too late? Good afternoon, trash. Kevin sneered. You really like trash this chapter. (laughs) Kevin does. Yeah. Any scheming you may be doing amongst the three of you is all useless, I'm afraid. The ritual will commence shortly, now that I have a few of these. Kevin waved Marty's fingers, taunting them. (sighs) I wanted to appear before you now, because I think that there is something you will want to see. Itelio's face went pale. No! Say it isn't so! Jason gave a worried look. What? What's this creep talking about? Marty gulped, and when a small black and red creature flew into frame, his feared suspicions were confirmed. Pan! Tinkerbell crinkled her nose at the prisoners, then began to circle around Kevin's half-demon form. She sprinkled her pixie dust as she went, covering Kevin inch by inch. Kevin's body began to shift and twist. The parts of him that weren't transformed yet started to do so now. The demon Peter Pan was coming alive, and there was nothing that Marty and his friends could do about it. They could only watch the terrifying process take place. Marty watched as Etelio hung his head, a tear falling from his eyes. I'm, I'm guessing that they're going to defeat him similar to how, like, they defeat Ursula in Little Mermaid. Oh, what's that? Like, well, Ursula, do you remember? She, she gets, gets like big. She gets huge and, like, all-powerful and she gets, like, poked. And then <laughs> it's like, oh, no. So you, th- you think he's going to get poked or something and defeated? Yeah, it's, well, I'm saying that because I'm just, I, the Little Mermaid ending was dumb. I hate it. <laughs> controversial take here that was dumb (laughs) i hate that she just gets like poked and like oh no i'll I'll have to rewatch it but do you mean with the trident the trident no she has the trident she has the crown that's why she's big yeah and it's like all powerful she should get poked with she gets poked with uh prince eric turns the ship around and rams the ship into her oh but she gets impaled like a poke. She's, like, all powerful. Okay, but maybe it was a matter of censorship. Maybe she's supposed to be... Maybe it's impaled that she's getting, and she's getting, like, stabbed through the heart. And it's a Disney? I don't know. I haven't seen that in forever. But you're right. Like, it's kind of in a way, like, in reference Harry Potter, like, he touches Quirrell's face, and it just... Like, ah! Oh, no! Yeah. Like, does that really come up again? No. I mean, vice versa, it comes up again. Again, because Voldemort like touches Harry and he's like, ah! Yeah, but like Harry touching Voldemort and that hurting him doesn't work. Yeah. Again. No, not really. But no, I get what you mean. Yeah. Well, keep your sad, deflated theories. You like let you know, like set them aside. Try try to have some faith. <laughs> okay, I have faith. I mean, you're allowed to have those theories. It's just. Don't don't just assume the worst is going to happen with each portion of the story. It won't. I'm sorry. Like, oh, Marty's useless. Oh, this is this. Oh. I think everything's going to turn out great and it's going to be amazing. Well, don't don't kiss my booty either. (laughs) Jason was the first to react. This can't be real. What is that thing? That thing was Kevin's ultimate form where he and the demon pan lurking within him combined to unleash the maximum amount of fear and power. The sight was monstrous to behold. Kevin's body was now five times larger, and it barely resembled human. His skin was golden, with dark, pulsing veins visible throughout. His muscles bulged as the transformation completed, his long fangs spread into an evil grin. His head was shaped similarly to an E.T.'s now, bulbous and oval, with large, pupilless eyes. Atop his head, he wore a green archer's hat with a dark red feather sticking from it. Pan's signature look. (laughs) You're shaking your head.
1: Like Peter Pan.
0: Yeah, I know. I had to look that up. It's called an archer's hat, apparently. Oh, cool. With a triumph in her mischievous eyes. Tink flew to Kevin's large shoulder and seated herself cross legged. The two giggled at their helpless prisoners, basking in their certain victory. You can't do this, Kevin! Etelio hissed, looking up in sorrow at his former master. It's forbidden! Kevin Pan scoffed. Kevin Pan scoffed, and Tink twittered into her little into her little hand. Oh like <laughs> Yeah. Forbidden! This is destiny! This is only a fraction of the power I will have. Once the Triangle of Fate ritual is complete, there will be nothing that can stop me. Marty's lip quivered. He couldn't stand this kid when it was just his romantic competition. And adding a power-hungry, genocidal maniac angle to it just ticked him off more. Kevin had messed with the wrong kids. The wrong alien race. And the wrong girl. Sadie! I'm coming, don't worry! Then, all of a sudden, a blast of orange aura shot from Marty's hands and crashed into the TV monitor, cracking the screen. Kevin and Tink blinked in shock, trying to comprehend what just happened. Marty broke into a grin. Might want to rethink that, Kevil pal. Marty glared up at the cracked TV, looking at the shocked looks on the enemy's faces. Marty's never been this sassy. I don't know what's, go- what's going on this chapter. I don't know either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to justify anything anymore. Okay. "'Cause I'm coming to stop you! "'I won't let you kill Sadie!' Etelio's face lit up. "'That confirms it,' he smiled. "'We have a chance, after all!' "'Jason wasn't sure what Etelio was talking about, "'but he had seen what Marty had just done "'and thought it was the coolest thing in the world. "'Dude, Marty, you're like a superhero or something!' "'Marty wasn't sure what had happened,' Or what it meant. But there was one thing he knew for sure. Kevin was scared. End of chapter! <laughs> <laughs> what happened? The cliffhanger. It's to build suspense. No, I, I get the concept of cliffhanger. What? Everyone else is looking at him like something happened. What? Why is everyone confident now? What happened? Marty just shot a beam of orange energy at the screen te- television screen to not get that well you're not listening then because <laughs> it said that reread that part then all of a sudden a blast of orange aura shot from marty's hands oh i missed the from marty's hand i got the orange how aura. convenient <laughs> and he missed the part where the orange aura was like Crackling and killing Eatle Eatable earlier. No, I remember that. I just didn't connect it. Okay. Okay. So he has a power. He can like shoot beams. I mean, let's not be so specific. But he has got he does have a power. You were you were feared that it was just Etelio giving him help. But no, there is a power to Marty that Etelio is aware of and conveniently won't reveal. Yeah, he is like one word away from telling us. Well, he was interrupted. The TV turned on. Just keep talking over it. Finish the word. Give me the word. <laughs> no, people don't do that. <laughs> I don't do that. You don't do that. When you get a when you get a phone call, you drop everything on me and just I'm answer doing it. I'm a lot better at that. Anyway, that is chapter eleven. We have two chapters left. Marty has powers. Kevin, although in his full form, is still looking nervous because it looks like Marty's powers are uh, coming to fruition. And maybe there's something more to that. Will Jordan be satisfied with it? I doubt it. Um, But we'll find out next chapter, I can assure you that. I think he has pumpkin powers. (laughs) (laughs) Why, just because it's orange? That's one, and then, like, their heads are kind of, like, looks like squashes. (laughs) And so... Okay. That seems like a natural, like, opposite or complementary power. Hmm. Yeah, you won't like it, what (laughs) happened? Maybe I should just tell you what the chapter title for Next is called. Wait, wait, let me guess. A new power, exclamation point. Marty's hidden ability... Is revealed. You got three of those words. (gasps) Oh my gosh, really? You you got Marty's and power and hidden. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Oh, I'm getting really good at this. Yeah, good job. Yeah, we'll just reveal it because uh, it explains it. And I I feel like I've, you know, uh, tickled people's fancy. It is chapter 12 will be called and we will read that next episode. Soul of a pirate. Marty's hidden power. Is he Luffy? <laughs> no. But it's the pirate to counter the Peter Pan. Oh, uh, oh, is he have like time powers? Me no tell. Cause of the the pocket watch. May no tell, but that could have been cool. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what was happening, like he was like accelerating his healing or something because of time powers. That's my theory of the week. Because of like the... Yeah. Because like Captain Hook's whole thing is he's like... like Dude, the... That's cool too because Captain Hook has like one hand. Was that not on purpose? No. <laughs> well because I, he's three fingers less. That's not quite. But it's that's a cool... Uh, I mean they use uh, Captain Hook's hand as a, a slurred. Or not a slur i'm sorry not a slur as a as a swear word yeah so captain hook does exist in this universe so it's like i assume the last word he says like you're the captain or like you're the hook (laughs) i don't know yeah we'll Um, see but uh thank you for listening and that's a good that's a good theory yeah i like a time or let's see um like orange i can't think of anything that's, that's orange maybe like gold Maybe yes. try not to read too much into it, but... Uh, <laughs> okay. I can tell you... I'm, I'm do more, you want me to tell you why it's orange? No, no, no. I'm more okay. excited by it now. I'm really okay. excited to find out why it's orange, why it's related to pirates now. That okay, excites cool. me. Cool. And for those of you not satisfied, uh, deal with it. Um, this was uh, you know just planned out by a pre-pubescent McKay in his early years, and... He played a pirate in the Peter Pan uh, play in kindergarten, and uh, Kevin, or who's based off Kevin, played Peter Pan. So is, is Jason schme It's Jason schmie. <laughs> he definitely fits a Schmee type of character, yeah. just less. Well, he's he's a he's a bit of a. He's. Is he Rufio? Okay. Well, let's. <laughs> Let's end it here because I don't know quite as much as maybe Jordan does. I know, I know Rufio's like a Lost Boy or something. Yeah. Let's leave it for the sequels. We okay. could, that could be cool. <gasps> Wait, were there thirteen Lost Boys? Is that why the thirteen disciples? I don't know. Oh, I'm just trying to like figure you out. It's some sometimes things can't just be there. <laughs> Sometimes a painted wall that's painted a really weird color could just be a weird choice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm glad you're excited, though. Two more chapters. Time to take down Kevin. I mean, they're trapped right now. Etelio's injured. Let's hope for the best. And share in your excitement with me on social media. ReadWritePod on Twitter, reading my writings on Facebook and Instagram, ReadWritePod.com, for the entire archive. Want to send us an email? ReadWritePod at gmail.com is where that's at. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Well, thank you guys so much for watching, or listening. This isn't YouTube. Um, I'm McKay Nielsen. I'm Jordan Hansen. Be happy and stay creative. Don't don't, Don't you dare stop. Bye Bye